my eloquent players. This is the Dominion League Weekly Podcast with another interview episode. My guest today is Seltrosa. Season 53 is her 11th season in League. Please note that we recorded the interview during the League break between seasons 52 and 53. Seltrosa has forever alternated between F and E tiers, very narrowly missing out on a promotion to D last season. On Discord, you will most commonly find her in the wiki improvement subsection. She also enjoys what Jane has called the pedantic semantics and always has fun things to share in the food channel. If you have followed this program for a while, you will know that she is also an esteemed wordsmith and has gifted us wonderful poems for the advent calendar and the lyrics to Dud Proof, our very own Dominion song parody of Whip Smart by Liz Fair. I am fairly certain she will feel that this introduction is too extensive already, so without further ado, I give you Saltrosa. Hello. Hi. How are you? Doing well, thanks. A little bit nervous, but it's, it's good to be here. How are you? I'm nervous too, <laughs> but I think it's gonna be great. You've done this many times, so. I have, but I'm still always nervous. That's <laughs> fair. Even with um, people that I like talk regularly to, I'm still nervous. Yeah, I imagine it feels a bit different, I guess, to take on a, a role. Yeah, it's, uh, it's more official, mm. kind of. Anyways, are you ready? I think I'm ready. <laughs> as ready <laughs> as I'm going to be. <laughs> All right. How's the, how's the temperature now? Oh, it's much better. It's, it's like overcast 21 <laughs> it's, like, it's a normal oh. british summer <laughs> but yeah. yeah the last like monday and tuesday oh my goodness is it still very mm. hot there um well it's below 30 degrees now mm -hmm. um but it's still like 27 28 yeah. so it's like i like a good 23 degrees yeah myself. <laughs> yeah that's that's pleasant that is pleasant yeah and i uh chose to stay inside all day yeah. yesterday uh which was a good decision <laughs> yeah it's just so sad because like at least here normally if the sun is out and it's like a nice sunny day you have to make the most of it and get outside yeah. and it was just it felt so bad to stay inside hiding from the yeah. sun but yeah we seem to be past it really now so it's a question of survival really mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> all right um let's start with the meaning of your username. Mm, okay. I um, remember that you, at some point, you said that you invented the name and you just liked the way it sounded. Yeah. Is that that's, correct? That's pretty much it. Unfortunately, there's not like a, a fun story behind it or anything. I just picked a nice pronounceable string that I thought sounded good and pleasing. It's possible that I was slightly influenced by the name of my old dog, who was called Sally. So is that mm -hmm. <laughs> is um i know that some people like to uh like shorten it to sell is that mm. acceptable to you yeah sure i, I don't okay. mind that at all as a nickname <laughs> <laughs> and um sierra lundy wanted to know what you have against pepperosa <laughs> although sierra lundy come on like it's yeah. not like it's not the salt 
right? (laughs) Well, right. I also feel like there's another assumption hiding in this question. I mean, like, I've never met (laughs) Leporosa, but I I feel like we'd be good friends. I think we'd get along well. So, so, yeah, I would. I would like to meet Pepperosa. <laughs> yeah, someone's trying to stir up conflict there. Exactly. But we're not having that here mm-hmm. on this program. No. no. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, I'm very curious about this because it's very mysterious, but what is the meaning of uh, your avatar on Discord? Oh, yeah. <laughs> this is like the least mysterious thing ever for two reasons. <laughs> One of which is that obviously everybody knows that that's the the woman from Salt the Earth. Uh, mm. And the other reason is that I think I very loudly picked out that particular avatar by making a very self-centered post all about my angst about choosing it. <laughs> so <laughs> somewhere on Discord. I remember that. <laughs> yeah, there's a record of exactly why I chose it. But yeah, I, I've been very happy with it, actually. I hesitated a bit over the choice, but I feel like I've really developed an, an affinity for that one. So I think she'll be sticking around. But yeah, I yeah. mean, I guess um, it's cool that the, the word salt is in there, even though it's not really as sounds like. And um, I definitely feel like I identify a little bit with A, her facial expression and B, the thing her hair does. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we, sh- we share some of the hair struggles. Maybe she would yeah. sympathize. Yeah, yeah. Well, I just, I attach super quickly to like the visual Mm. I don't know anything visual and so um I'm always confused when people use the emoji oh yeah because I'm like what's that to do with (laughs) Satraza I've actually actually become very like um jealous or possessive or something about that it's like that's not what that means that's me (laughs) exactly exactly same with uh changeling where I'm like oh yeah it's assemble me right (laughs) yeah 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 it's always uh always funny Can you maybe, just in general, share a little bit about yourself as much or as little as you like? Yeah, sure. Uh, So in my early 30s, which I think seems to be the very classic Dominion (laughs) Discord demographic. I think we're very... I think we're the same age. I think you're like yeah? three or four months older. Oh, really? Yeah. Are you in 89 mm-hmm. birthday as well? Or maybe not quite if you're just after. Are you just into 90? Yes. Mm-hmm. It's a good age. <laughs> it's the best. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm from the UK. I grew up in Yorkshire, which is in northern England. And but fortunately, it's been quite a long time since I lived there. I spent most of my adult life in various parts of the South. Um, lived in Wales very briefly as well. That was nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, in terms of work, I'm a linguist by training, which I make a lot of noise about on Discord, I think. Yeah, so until quite recently, actually, I was working in um, in research and teaching in academia, mostly in the sort of uh, experimental and cognitive side of linguistics. So language processing in the brain, sort of how do various aspects of that work? And interactions with other cognitive mechanisms, so like working memory and predictive processing, that kind of stuff. The more recently, I actually just finished a postdoc towards the tail end of last year. And uh, yeah, since then, I I decided to take a bit of time away from academia. I've been doing various bits of freelance stuff. And at the moment, I'm currently probably heading for a real job again sometime soon. (laughs) We'll see. (laughs) Oh, no, I'm so sorry. (laughs) I know, I know. But academia, yeah, I mean, there's like, there's so much to love about it, so many good things. And also, it's like, so rough on the mental health, at least for me. It's, um, mm. it's, oh, yeah, I have a real love hate relationship with it, which I'm sure a lot of people do. 
Yeah, yeah, I totally get that. Like, I, I kind of like I'm moving like further and further away from academia,、mm. even though I've spent like over ten years right、oh. at university、mm-hmm. and got like multiple degrees and stuff. But it's、yep. just, I don't. I can't deal with all the like strange. I guess if you wanted to be nice about it, like the networking, yeah, that aspect of it, that's just like I'm very、so、much with you. Although that's、difficult. like it's true in a lot of fields, right? It's it's not a unique problem to academia, but yeah, yeah, I definitely don't enjoy that either. I think like temperamentally, the thing I find most challenging about it is just the sort of The day-to-day knowledge that what you're working on may or may not actually do anything useful,、uh-huh. and the sort of the feedback loop, you know, is so extended and indefinite. Yeah, it's um, it's like it's temperamentally rough. I think some people love it, and I think that's amazing. Like, I'm really glad some people just thrive on that. I think it's brilliant. But, yeah. yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I think it's more like figuring out if you are cut out for it or、mm. not. Absolutely, and then, yeah, I'm kind of making my peace with、um, n- maybe not being cut out for it.、Mm-hmm. Like I, I enjoy the research aspect so much. Like I'm so curious, and like、yeah. I studied history, and history is just so fascinating to me. Yeah, absolutely, all the time. <laughs> like, <laughs> but like, yeah, I can't really, I can't really see myself like working in that, yeah, in that area. Unfortunately,、yeah. no, I definitely feel you. Yeah. Oh yeah, and Monster wanted to know what your favorite vowel and your favorite <laughs>、yes. consonants are in IPA, whatever that is. I'm sure you know. <laughs> okay, I love this question.、Um, so first of all, I have like a small bone to pick with Monster about this question <laughs> because she's asked me to answer in a written format for a question in an audio medium. I I will do my best. <laughs>、uh, so the IPA.、Uh, If you don't know, for anyone who doesn't, is the is the、um, International Phonetic Association alphabet. So it's just a scheme for transcribing、mm-hmm. uh, speech sounds in in written、mm-hmm. form. So I can try to name some favorite sounds, <laughs> favorite speech sounds. So I'll start with consonants. I guess this is definitely a hard choice. So I think a voiced bilabial trill might be a pretty popular pick. So that's like a sort of kind of sound.、Uh, <gasps> Do it again. It's <laughs>、uh, a good sound, right? Who could dislike yes. that? Yes,、um, and I believe like it's pretty rare for it to be used contrastively, so like as part of the phonological system. But I believe it does happen in a few languages, so it's a legit choice. And couldn't tell you which ones off the top of my head. And to make sure to catch Munster's specifications in IPA, it's represented by like、um, like a small caps B, I believe. Am I allowed a second choice? Because consonants are very fun. <laughs> You are. <laughs> so I think my second choice might be、uh, an implosive of some kind, and、um, probably the easiest one to produce is like again a voiced bilabial, so like ba, that kind of thing.、Um, mm-hmm. That's a great sound, in my opinion.、Uh, and I think in IPA that's written like a lowercase b with a hook, so like the upstem has a, a curve on it. Oh, and I can't really get away without mentioning clicks because people probably will be expecting those. So like a. Especially if you superimpose like a like a nasal or something onto a click, that's really fun to do. So like um ah ah that kind of thing. Those are great sounds. Wow,、yeah. <laughs> whatever just happened. <laughs> Very impressive. Those, those are some favorite speech sounds, I suppose. Um, vowels is a lot harder. I thought for quite a long time about what vowel to pick, 
but they're, they're so messy, the vowel space, it's just, it's a big mess. <laughs> um, but I suppose I do have kind of a soft spot for the uh vowels, so like very northern English vowels, so from kind of my home dialect, as in like a good northern butter or something like that, as opposed to Ooh. very southern posh like butter. Mm-hmm, <laughs> um, mm-hmm. So yeah, that's like a back rounded kind of close mid vowel, I suppose. Uh, and in IPA, it looks like um, like an upside down omega, so like a, a U with little horseshoe extensions. Is that similar to like the the E that we have in German, like at the ending of words, like gerne or heute? Um, that one I think is more of a schwa, so that's like an extremely, extremely mid-vowel, so like just a, okay. a very, very central uh. So okay. Almost in many languages kind of ends up like the default vowel, like certainly in English and I believe in German as well, if you get um, like a reduced syllable, so like unstressed and um, reduced in length potentially, then quite often what you'll get there is a, a schwa. Okay. So a bit different to that. A little bit more... A little bit more back, a little bit more rounded, a little bit more close mid, so a little bit, a little bit more close, so higher in the in the mouth. Than that. I'm sure that's true. I don't, <laughs> I don't think I could spot the difference. But. It's hard. I'm, I'm, I'm definitely not a, a phonetics expert, so yeah, I, I know not wherever I speak really, but that's fun. Great question. Lies, lies. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so just one vowel. Yeah, um, vowels. Are, yeah, I, I don't have as many favorites. That's uh, totally fine. And of course, my favorite question of the general section is, what is your favorite color? Hmm. Yeah, this is a hard question for me because I'm just so very much like not a visually oriented person. I really had to mm. think about this. Like, green is nice. <laughs> uh, or for a Dominion context answer, I think it probably has to be orange, right? Because like, who doesn't love it? A duration Ooh. card. So. I gotta say... In, in Discord context, I'm always reminded of how much I don't like oranges in color. Oh, really? It's, yeah, just like whenever I get a new role and it's orange, I'm like, <laughs> oh, no. Oh, oh is, that why you, is that why you dropped out of the seaside tournament? Were you afraid of getting an orange no. role? <laughs> <laughs> I think on the main server I'm safe now because of the BCDE mod color. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I was... Um, fortunate enough to pick my own color for that so <laughs> I see now I see yes this is a very important pick to you <laughs> or let's say assemble me made a very educated guess about mm-hmm. the color that I would like <laughs> oh, g- good job good job by him <laughs> so no it was just like purely for time reasons oh, because I uh, yeah I was uh, I got stressed about mm. like going on a vacation where I don't know like It always says, oh, yeah, we have Wi-Fi, but how good yeah. is the Wi-Fi, really? Do and I... do you want to play a bunch of matches on your vacation? Like, maybe? Also, maybe not, right? Maybe. I mean, yeah. I'll be on vacation for three weeks. Oh, that's I don't a nice know. vacation. Yes. Excellent. Yeah, I'm, I'm very much looking forward to it. But um, can I, like, not play Dominion for three weeks straight? Mm, that would be a long time. It's an interesting question. That would be a long time. We'll have to see. (laughs) (laughs) Only one way to find out. (laughs) Yeah. I haven't signed up for that tournament either. I'm still considering it. Maybe. Oh, do it. I think Mm. it's going to be I'm also going on holiday in the middle of it. Not for three weeks, but hmm. could be tricky. I do enjoy the mixed tournaments. Like I haven't really played a lot of them, but they're so great to get to learn Mm. the... 
the cards and combinations and stuff. So I can yeah, Allies Mix recommend. Yeah, was the first one I played and it was good. Enjoyed it. It was yeah, it was awesome. Although I also have to say I was done with that one by the end. Like those were long games, a lot of them. <laughs> yeah, I saw you also had like this long, long game. Oh my goodness! Akuchi. Yeah, yeah, that was that yeah, was yeah. such a long match. I mean, it was really fun. Really enjoyed it, but oh, it was long. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So long. Maybe it's just Aku, you know. Mm, it's not. I don't, I don't think it was Aku's fault. <laughs> <laughs> And yeah, some of my other matches were really long as well in that tournament. I mean, yeah, when you get clashes, it's just, um, mm-hmm. it's always going to be long. Yeah. Well, do you want to do the warm up first? Because we're not warmed up yet. Um, <laughs> or the quiz? I have noticed that warm ups don't seem to come as a warm up in your interviews, which is which is fun. It's <laughs> a good feature. Um, let's let's warm up and then do the quiz. We should get warm. You know how this goes: ten questions, either or. You can say both or neither occasionally. Okay. Um, but you are encouraged to make a choice. Okay, I'll do my best. So, um, Liverpool or Leeds? Oh, well, this is an easy one because Leeds is my hometown, so it has to be Leeds. <laughs> could, could go either way. You never know. <laughs> um, curry or pasta? Oh, oh, this one's tough. Mm. I mean, I, I think it probably has to be curry, but I do like pasta a lot as well. That's, that's a hard one. <laughs> um, leopards or caterpillars? Oh, gosh. Those are very different creatures. <laughs> Let's go with caterpillars. Not really sure why. <laughs> um, dominion or crosswords? Oh no! <laughs> this isn't fair. <laughs> um, well, <laughs> so I, I won't guess... tell anyone. Yeah, no one at all. <laughs> <laughs> maybe this is where I deploy the both maybe this is what I saved it for <laughs> I mean honestly by sort of revealed preferences of the last couple of years you would probably have to say Dominion because I have played a lot more Dominion than I have solved crosswords in the last couple of years but crosswords are really good so interesting yeah I'd have thought crosswords is something that you do like in the morning while you mm. drink your tea or something. Or you could play Dominion in that exactly same scenario. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. That's they true. do. I definitely find that they scratch quite a bit of the same itch, actually. Like that kind of puzzle-solving itch. It's, mm. um, it's mm-hmm. definitely a similar niche to me. Yeah, I gotta say, I think crosswords, like solving crosswords is so satisfying. Mm-hmm. Um, it's definitely more like to me personally, I don't really do crosswords that often. Um, but solving a crossword is like much more satisfying than like playing Dominion or maybe it's maybe not more, but in a different way. Yeah. I mean, it's certainly not, it's different in some ways, but um, yeah, yeah, I think there's some overlap in like what my brain is, is looking for, I guess Mm -hmm. to some extent. Yeah. Sorted by the same thing. Dominion or sports. Oh, this is also tough. Um, I think I have to go with sports on that one. Like, I would not want to yeah. give up sport. I could give up Dominion yeah. if you really made me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, if I had to choose, like, I would always choose sports too. Yeah. Because it's yeah. just, like, 
So good to release stress. Exactly. It's like And Dominion sometimes just causes stress. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean it can release stress too, but I I feel like I could find another game if I had to. But all sports, then yeah, no, I've got to keep those. <laughs> <laughs> all right. You have to choose one. Um either drink pulpy orange juice or watch a movie. Oh. <laughs> I mean, I'll I have been known to do both of these things. <laughs> There are some movies I like, so I'll go with the movie. <laughs> there are some movies you like. Okay. <laughs> Definitely. I mean, there are, there are some movies I really like. I just don't watch them very often. <laughs> <laughs> It's perfectly fine. Uh, morning or evening? Oh, morning. I'm definitely a morning person. My brain switches off in the evening. It's not good. Yeah. This is the evening. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I'm somewhat awake. <laughs> <laughs> Write on keyboard or by hand? Ooh, this is actually tough because in terms of like getting information out, keyboard every time, 100%. Um, but there is something like very tactile and pleasing about handwriting, I do find. Mm. Um, and I don't use it very much anymore. So it's like, it's really unnerving just how unfluent I am at it these days I suppose so that's yeah I and yeah I don't really want to do more handwriting because like what is that for <laughs> you know <laughs> yeah it's so, uh, not very not very yeah, this century <laughs> yeah I, I do I do sort of get that a bit of that tactile enjoyment out of typing as well to be to be honest I have a nice mechanical keyboard that I really like so, Ooh, those are enjoyable. the loud ones right yeah it's quite loud <laughs> yeah very satisfying <laughs> Feels good. Yeah. Tea or cycling? Oh, this is a strange comparison. <laughs> I was just <laughs> thinking of like British things and things that I know you like. <laughs> yeah, those are for quite different scenarios. <laughs> um, are we talking like all teas or specifically English breakfast tea? Mm, whichever is more important to you. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, the one is strictly the subset of the other right so hmm, I don't know if that really helps me um, <laughs> I would probably have to go with cycling again like I could give up tea if I really had to for some strange reason like a quiz but yeah cycling is very useful All right, so the last question of course is Dominion Online or IRL, but I feel mm. like I know the answer to this one. Yeah, I've yet to play Dominion IRL, which uh, I'm sure it would be fun. Like, I'd definitely try it, but I guess I find it hard to believe that I'd like it more <laughs> than uh, than online. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah it's, it's got to be online. I feel like it's uh, it's just uh, it's more social. Yeah, just yeah. So much more exhausting. Mm -hmm. I can definitely imagine that would be the case. Although I noticed, like last weekend, there was this IRL tournament here. Oh yeah, it's very and cool. I'm not awful at like keeping track of points. Actually. Oh my goodness, I would be so yeah. bad. I would be. I'm very impressed because I would be disastrously bad <laughs> i was so surprised because i was like there were two i played five games and in two games i remember i was like okay so there are two 
provinces left and you have four and I have two so I need so I, I just I don't know it was nice. present somehow yeah yeah I was that's, that's pleasantly surprised <laughs> I also I'm sure that I would just constantly forget to like do things that the client just prompts you yes. to do and you're like oh yes, yes I do want to play my role there's courage an archive right mm -hmm, yeah right, exactly I mean I yeah. suppose I suppose IRL like you'd probably remember the archive right because it's in play <laughs> Do, do, do. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> uh, okay, so my quiz question for you is can you tell me how many seasons of League you oh. have played total? Yeah, I believe I can because I think it's 10. This was my 10th one. That's correct. <laughs> This was, was too easy. Well, it was, it, 10 was a memorable number, so I happen to know. Yeah. I think we started at the same time. Mm, that seems But I, I, I couldn't tell you how many seasons I've played. It was just a very nice round number. And incidentally, you're, do you want to hazard a guess about how many unique opponents you have played in League? Mm, I feel like I might be able to add it up because... So I've played 50 matches, right? And my duplicate opponents, there aren't that many. I think I've had Daphne Beachcomber, who I played for the second time this season. Um, Healthy Duck, I remember. Alunic. Chestic, I've played twice. I think JP Otzer. Uh, is there anyone else? New Exodus. Maybe one more? No, I'm going to say six, in which case it would be 50 minus six, so that's 44. So, <laughs> is it right? <laughs> yeah, it's right. Come it's on. 44. Wow. Woo. Great. I am in awe. I don't know. It's, um, it's memorable who you play in league. It's very stressful. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's true. That was quite impressive. Well, I'm All working right. with many fewer seasons, I think, than most people who have answered this question okay but like i just like compare this to myself and i couldn't i can tell you that i have played um, i don't think i've played one opponent twice oh well then you would easily so, answer the question i guess but it involves math <laughs> not much i could certainly not like answer it on the spot like if you gave me 10 minutes <laughs> i'm sure i could come up with the answer but in in a situation like this i would be like nah. <laughs> well, I, yeah i'm pleased i managed to figure through that one <laughs> all right so when and how did you start playing dominion mm, so i guess probably this is a very common answer but during the pandemic <laughs> um, huh. mm -hmm. um yeah so a group of friends and i had like a regular board game kind of online night during the early part of the pandemic and at some point I think one of the group had played it before in person at some point and discovered that there was an online version so she suggested it and um, yeah we played a couple of games and I'm pretty sure they were like horrendously awful like base only five player horrible not actually terribly fun games but I was like I was really taken with the you know just the mechanics and the setup I'd never played a, a deck builder before at all I found it really fascinating so I kind of 
went away afterwards and played the bot a little bit and started looking up like oh how do you actually play this game and was very quickly quite hooked <laughs> uh, so then I decided to get a silver sub so I think this was the summer it was like the early summer during the first year of the pandemic and um, so I played on silver sub for like a couple of months maybe then then I got a gold sub and joined the discord <laughs> and then uh, yeah it's um the addiction is, is real <laughs> yeah <laughs> you get sucked into it mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah how did you come around to playing league mm, it definitely took me a little while like i lurked on the discord for a while before i even thought about entering league it seemed quite scary um i don't remember exactly what swayed me i think i think i became um just very fascinated with like all the stats and everything and I kind of wanted in on that <laughs> like all the the history that people had going back it's like yeah I want <laughs> you this. wanted to be a data point <laughs> exactly <laughs> um yeah and I, I enjoyed it so I've stuck with it it's been good it's very stressful yeah yeah I remember like we are talking about this sometimes mm. but um yeah you are more the letter Player. yeah i love ladder so fun yeah very relaxing doesn't stress me out not usually anyway whereas yeah. tournaments yeah i mean i've enjoyed them definitely and it's it's definitely like socially nice right you get to play people mm. from the discord and it's yeah it's really good in terms of community building but i do find it much more intimidating <laughs> to show up to a tournament match yeah yeah i mean i'm like i feel like i'm always stressed but for some reason <laughs> I'm more willing to put up with the stress for tournament matches than mm. I am for a random ladder match. Although yeah. I have to say, the other day I played a non-rated match against a human, mm -hmm. and it was fine. <laughs> <laughs> That's as far as you'll go. <laughs> it was less stressful than a rated game. But then mm. at some point, the other person went like near the end. They went. Uh, be right back and then they never returned oh no <laughs> uh, see this is the problem with unrated I guess like that kind of yeah. thing will happen yeah but yeah yeah it was okay but um yeah after that I was like okay I'm gonna it's... wait until <laughs> I try this again <laughs> it's very interesting to me psychologically how different people seem to be on this like just just as a matter of curiosity about how differently human beings can tick it's yeah. very fascinating Yeah, totally, totally. For me, yeah, I feel like it's just, like, it's tapping into, like, some of my, like, unhealthy patterns that I have where mm. I feel like I have to be perfect and I have to, I don't know, like, if I don't win, it's kind of mm. embarrassing and people are gonna, like, laugh about me and stuff. So it's, like, very, very irrational. Yeah, um, I mean, I totally identify with all of that, but it's, like, so much more for tournaments than for ladder. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's interesting. It really is. It's, yeah. Oh well, I guess. Um, it would be very boring if we were all the same. Yes. <laughs> and also, like um, on some days, I'm more I'm bolder than mm. on others. And so, yeah, definitely. Yeah, sometimes I can push myself to uh, do do things and then most of the times I realize well it's not that bad but yeah. the, the, the threshold is just so high 
Yeah, I definitely felt that way about, I think the Allies release tournament was really kind of the first like non-league Discord tournament. Mm. I mean, I, en- I entered the championship, but that's kind of different, right? You just play one match, lose everything, and <laughs> then you're done, <laughs> if you're me. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, the Allies release one, it was like a lot smaller, and I was like, oh, I'll give this a go, and it's brand new cards. This is absolutely terrifying to play with brand new cards like in a tournament match to learn yeah. them. But, and it was it was really fun. I really enjoyed it. So that was definitely yeah, a case yeah. of that. Yeah, I also like about the non-league tournaments, I like that it's a lot of the two things. So it's a lot of um, people I know, like mm. it's just like so much smaller. And yeah. so the people who sign up are like people I see on Discord and talk to on Discord. Um, and then of course, like I get to play people I wouldn't yeah. normally get to yeah. play. Like yes. <laughs> right. It's really cool to get to play yeah. like a really good player and uh, yeah. learn a lot. And yeah, or they often, yeah, mm, indeed. And they often make recordings as well, which is really cool. Yeah. What is your favorite card-shaped object if you have one? Yeah, this is a really tough question. Uh, I did think about it, and I kind of failed to pick an answer. I mean, like the, well, I guess what I like about Dominion is the fact that each kingdom is this new fresh thing right where you get to look at these things in their new context about the closest i could come up with for an answer was i do find it really enjoyable those cases where you can persuade something that's like normally a weak card to just its niche is there on that board and uh, you just manage to persuade it to work that's really satisfying so like diplomat draw that's like when it works it's really it's really nice or something like, I was going to say Prince, although I think the new version is like actually significantly less niche than the old one, right? I've been putting it to definitely a lot more use, although I'm not really sure whether that's um, it's that much stronger or I've just been having fun with it. But um, yeah, old, old Prince, I think, was more in that category. Like you would occasionally find a spot for it and it's really satisfying to, to make yeah. it work. Mm. Oh, the other one I thought of naming was... Um, Anytime you get to catapult some rocks, because it comes up so rarely and it's so fun to do. <laughs> oh, it's definitely like I've never played with rocks ever, ever. Oh, I think it's happened for me a few times. I don't know whether like any of them were actually any good on <laughs> but it's very satisfying. I was wondering if like clashes mm. make for more right. rocks games. I don't, I think. Did I maybe get one chance to rotate? I, d- I don't think I've yet rotated the catapult pile with Battle Fun. Yeah. And it's, yeah, I'm waiting for that moment. <laughs> it's going to be Someday. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I will totally throw the, get- throw the game for, for that opportunity. <laughs> that you got to earn those style points. Yeah. <laughs> so do you have a least favorite card? Mm, I don't know that I really do. I have a few on my dislike list, but it's it's not easy to pick one out specifically. <sighs> what is the least fun? They all have a niche, you know. I tell you what, actually, I will know. It's probably not my least favourite card by any means, but I recently removed Cultist from my dislike list, and then I immediately got, like, three or four Cultist games, what felt like, in a row. And they were all... Like, because sometimes Cultist can be kind of fun, but none of them were good Cultist games. <laughs> I was like, mm, maybe this was earning its spot. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Interesting. So when do when do cards migrate from your dislike list to your ban list? Or do they even? Oh, I don't have a ban list yet. 
Uh, I feel like okay. it's quite extreme to ban a card. I, I do think at some point I probably should ban possession, just because like it's not really meant to work with any other cards anymore, right? <laughs> it's, it's kind of been designed out of the game, I feel. But um, like I, I don't really feel that... I think I do have it on dislike right now, but the games are so rare because so many people have it banned, and I do find it's... A, you know, the occasional possession game is chaotic and fun. I don't, I don't mind that at all. And yeah. it's also, like, definitely it's often broken, but it's not always broken, right? Sometimes there are some interesting decisions. So I don't know. I'll, I'll probably ban it at some point eventually. I can definitely understand, like, for tournament games, wanting it banned because, yeah. Yeah. A possession stalemate wouldn't be fun in League or something. That did happen yeah. to me once, actually. Not not a stalemate, but um, no. Oh no, we had two possession games. Who was that against? Oh gosh, I can't remember. I think it was last season, maybe the one before. Two possession games in one match. That was a bit much. Wow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I have yet to win a possession game. Oh really? And then an official tournament. Yeah, I've uh, like. Oh, I've I don't know about a had tournament. a couple. Yeah. Like a handful, a handful of possession games, but I don't think I've ever won one. Mm, I can remember that on ladder quite often when it comes up. I think because people so often just don't see it, so they they don't really know what to do with it necessarily. Yeah, yeah. And then of course you do get the odd stupid game where it's just broken. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you have a favorite heirloom? Hmm. I mean, I want to say Magic Lamp, I think. It's pretty fun. I, I know a lot of people think it's just, like, too swingy or whatever, which, like, that's a valid criticism. But the mini game of amassing your, your little six uniques, oh, that's that's very fun to me. I consider that to make up for the swinginess. Yeah, yeah. No, I see that. And um, any fun synergies um, that you like? Yeah, lots of synergies of fun um i definitely wouldn't necessarily think this is a favorite or anything because it's probably not one that's great for the game but uh, a fun thing that i encountered recently that's new was um royal carriage on princess <laughs> that was kind of wild because nice. that works now right um <gasps> yeah but yeah not a wow. favorite oh i tell you what is maybe more of a favorite i it's another magic lamp thing but fishing that out of the trash with treasure that's really fun (laughs) can get some good loops going there yeah but yeah i like that's it's kind of a silly favorite like it doesn't make for the most interesting games right it's more of a just whoever gets there first is um is winning so i don't know about favorite but it's, it's neat yeah i'm really into trail like all the all the different like st- things that you can do with trail and trash and discard and stuff. I think yeah. it's so fun. I really haven't got my head around it at all yet. I need to play like a thousand more games at least. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm just like in the phase where like whenever there's trail on the board, I'm like I have to get yeah. like all the trails and do stuff. Like even though like without just um, stopping to think if it's uh, if it even makes sense but it but usually just... seems like it does make some kind of sense somehow it feels like it's, um, yeah it does yeah. a lot it has a lot sometimes of it's the the only village so mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> i love trail it's mm-hmm. a great card i have to make room on my like list for trail mm. i don't think i have a like list to self <sighs> you don't have a like list 
No, I guess I haven't sort of thought about making one. So you just have a dislike list? No like list, no ban list? Yeah, well, so like list, like I play mostly on ladder and it doesn't do anything on there, right? So I guess I just haven't really felt the need. True, Um, true, true. So I guess that's why. Yeah, see, I'm so out of touch with the letter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Interesting. You are going to the desert island. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and you can only bring the base set at one expansion. What would the expansion be? Oh, this is another really tough question. I think I might have a controversial answer. Although I feel like maybe I'm not the first person to say this, but... I think maybe I would not bring Dominion to a desert island with one expansion. <laughs> like, it's I don't like is base plus one expansion really that fun? <laughs> I, I don't know how long it would last me. I don't know. I don't know. I've I've played a tiny bit, um, like just to try it out on the TGG app, mm-hmm. and essentially that's what it is on there if you don't buy the expansions because at the moment they have like a rotating weekly free Mm -hmm. one right um Mm -hmm. and i don't know uh, i don't those aren't very fun kingdoms for the most part in my opinion so tgg is the desert island oh the um yeah i guess so cool yeah well I i could rephrase the question and ask you what your favorite expansion is (laughs) the other reason this question is hard is that i'm not very good at like knowing what's in what expansion because i kind of jumped in mostly all at once that is hard i mean yeah one that is very differentiable is allies for obvious reasons that was the first new one to come out since i started playing and um it's yeah it's really interesting so maybe i would name that one i was always so impressed when people were like oh yeah and this is that expansion right. and they could like say yeah. but now that allies has come out i'm like oh yeah okay I oh yeah see. <laughs> i know which cards are in allies for yeah sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> we already established that you well we haven't established it quite yet the question is what your favorite non-league tournaments are oh, but mm. i was i was thinking we've established that you prefer ladder to everything else but we haven't actually established that do you prefer ladder to everything mm. else i think i would probably have to say yes like if you forced okay. me to give up either ladder or league unfortunately i would be sad about it but i would give up league definitely yeah um, okay but yeah, I like I like the other tournaments as well. I haven't played in that many non-league ones, mm. like I was saying. Yeah. Both Allies Re- Release and Allies Mix were, were really fun. I should play in some more. I probably will. You haven't played... I haven't seen you in size games, I don't think. No, I almost signed up once because there was like... They needed someone else for numbers. And I was like, oh, I'll be that person. I'll be like the floating person who comes in if the numbers are needed. And then I wasn't needed. So then I was sort of relieved. (laughs) (laughs) I'm telling you, it's for you. (laughs) But I'm okay. Exactly. (laughs) How do you like the the Coven matches? Oh, yes. I should have named that one, actually. That's a really fun, nice little tournament. Really enjoy it. Um, yeah yeah it's it's so chill it feels very low-key and relaxed um just really enjoyable I like the format I like playing four games I like the sort of little leaderboard that it generates week by week and the is really I like it a lot yeah yeah 
And I'm not biased at all by being a mod. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> no, I like it too. It's like, it's just, to me, it feels so different to all the other mm. tournaments just because it's like such low stakes. It's such a yeah, nice environment. exactly. Yeah, very. Everyone is so nice. And I mean, the main Discord is everyone very is nice very well. nice. Right. But like I like our little there's an the, extra little yeah. bit of camaraderie right yeah, um, yeah yeah no I and also yeah I like just um chatting with people too and also because we have like so many like you're so much closer to um people who are like stronger players mm, exactly that it's just yeah. a, the threshold to kind of approach them and be like hi can you <laughs> maybe <laughs> yeah for sure like i've got to yeah. play chorus a bunch and bitter mm -hmm. worm coil a bunch that's like yeah i've learned a lot it's really yeah. nice yeah it's really cool oh this is always very interesting to me do you have any players you are always looking forward to playing against and if so who are they mm, this is a difficult question i mean like it's always really cool to play against someone who records, right? I think yeah. it's kind of a cop-out answer because um, I already said it. <laughs> and it doesn't name a specific person. But it, no, I do genuinely really enjoy going back and like seeing their perspective and noticing many of my mistakes and wishing I had been less stupid. <laughs> but um, no, that's, that's really fun. Um, oh, one specific person I could name actually is that I've been very thoroughly beaten up Uh, by Wandering Window on video a couple of times and that's like a very cool experience and I did once manage to get one game over him so that was like extremely wow. I mean I had very good luck I'm sure but um, yeah that was super cool <laughs> and it's really cool success and, yeah and especially since like his videos come out on quite a significant delay I guess so yeah. like you're kind of looking out for it like oh am I gonna feature maybe maybe <laughs> and uh, yeah yeah that's that's very fun Cool. So do you, this is me like knowing nothing about letter, do you match um, the same people often? I would say there's definitely a few players I notice, like maybe we're quite active at the same times of day or something. Like I definitely have some regular matches that seem to pop up. Probably people who play quite a lot and at similar times of day to me, I would assume. But I would say that's a relatively small proportion, like... Probably most of my ladder matches is either someone I've never seen before or like very, very few times, I think. Mm, I'm not sure. I would have to run the numbers. <laughs> Hard to say. Yeah. Yeah. I might be slightly weird on that as well if you looked at my stats because I don't really like to rematch people on ladder, which I think a lot of people do. I just play one mm -hmm. game and then I'll look for a new opponent. Um, whereas I think a lot of people, if they find a, a match, they'll play several games. So I don't know. And do you have um, anyone you would actually like to play against sometime? Mm, should it be someone I haven't played before? Yeah. Mm, would I like to play? Gosh, I don't know. It would be fun to play any of the, the really good players, right? Because it takes the pressure off as well. That's the, that's the great thing. <laughs> like, you, yeah. you don't have to win any <laughs> games. It's, the expectations are at zero. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I'll cough That's out. True. I won't name anyone specifically. <laughs> <laughs> That's perfectly fine. It's allowed. 
Uh, just in general, do you have any recent memorable matches or moments that you'd like to share? Mm, so the most recent highly memorable match <laughs> that I have is not one that I was playing in. <laughs> so the um, the very last match of my league division just this past season. Um, so it was the deciding match of the division. And it was Tufta versus Huevos Locos. Um, and it was the decider in that either of those two or I could win the division, depending on the result. Mm. So it was very stressful. It was very mm. exciting. And mm -hmm. so I was in the position mm. of needing like a very specific result. I think I needed Huevos to win like either 4-2 or 3.3 to 2.2. Uh, 2.5 even. Mm -hmm. Did I say 3.2? Whatever. You know what I mean. <laughs> A tie. So yeah, I had this like very specific two possible results that would that would get me the top spot. And I was like, I think I was, I had the tiebreaker against Wervos, but not against Tufta, who really beat me up in our match. Yeah. Um, so I was like, obviously I wanted to spectate this match. And oh my goodness, it was, not only was it a really long match, it also, it was like oh no. just first player, first player, first player. So I was expecting, I don't really know why, but I was not really expecting my hopes to still be alive for the last game. So, you know, I was really mm -hmm. biting my nails and um, it was a lot of fun <laughs> in Spectre. And then um, a few minutes into the last game, the players had to pause for 30 minutes while we were left for a meeting. So I was just left to like stew in my angst. <laughs> it was fantastic. It was all very dramatic. Wow. Uh, yeah. And then the end result was that it was a 3-3 tie the match. So um, Tufta very deservedly took the division. Um, but yeah, that was that was extremely fun in a very stressful way. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Um, memorable matches that I've actually played. It would probably have to be that one against Akuchi that you were mentioning earlier um, in the Allies mix. That was very epic. Like it was, it was so cool to be playing Aku in the first place, and like to watch the video afterwards. Um, and I had no expectations, so it was like, I mean, I had a lot of luck on my side. I'm pretty sure, but it was just really exciting that I was able to drag that out to seven games. So I was very pleased with myself as well. Absolutely. Yeah. And Aki's a very nice opponent, of course, as well. Yeah, he's the best. He's so nice. I was just, uh, I don't know, I felt like really guilty after our match because I felt like, oh my god, I dragged this out so much. So I was like, okay, it's not it's not no. just me. <laughs> <laughs> and I think you even beat our oh. longest our longest yeah, game. We had to I do think. we had to do two sessions. It was long. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that does not happen very often. <laughs> so you do a little bit of modding here mm, and there. Very little bit. And um, Elibi sent in a sneaky question. He wants to know when they are going to get you on the mod team for a oh, league. Oh, gosh. <laughs> I do not think I would make a good league mod. <laughs> I Oh, why? Oh, <laughs> what? Like... This seems like such a difficult job, like conflict resolution and and Good executive point. decision making. These are very hard problems. Like I, I I would really enjoy the like more administrative side of it, I think. But actually moderating players and divisions, 
I, I, I don't think that's where my <laughs> skills lie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the conflict conflict resolution part is also what scare me. Mm -hmm. You would be a great mod. You should go for it. I have no problem making decisions at all, but <laughs> the conflict resolution. I find that very, very challenging. <laughs> like, I love to argue. I will argue a point of view, like, all day. That's one of my favorite activities. But <laughs> when it comes to actually, like, making the call at the end of the day, someone else can do that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, I say that, and it's obviously, like, the like the the further away I am from like the consequences of that decision the easier it is for mm. me to make that decision but <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah I, I don't I don't know if I even feel the same like if the decision impacts me very directly then at least I know like or can evaluate whether it was a good decision or not yeah I'm not sure. That's getting quite philosophical. <laughs> yeah, I always, like, with the town halls and with the polls and, like, consequences mm. from that, I'm always, that's always a point where I'm like, okay, this, like, I have a strong opinion about this and I'm, like, not happy with, like, the majority mm, decision. Um, but then I'm like, well, yeah, how else are we gonna, like, make decisions here? And also, like, in the end, I'm always in favor of what is making the moderator's life easier. Yeah, So absolutely. that's, like, that's always, yeah. always a good argument for me where I'm like, sure, like, yeah. even if that's maybe a minor inconvenience for me, I can totally get behind. Absolutely. They do such a great job. And clearly, like, so much work goes into yeah. it. Huge appreciation, yeah. yeah. But I think I think the town halls are really good. I, I've enjoyed those a lot. It's very fun to just yeah. sort of noodle the arguments around, and it it does feel productive. I think. Oh, it does. I think I could I could imagine a bad version of those town halls where it would just feel like people were yelling past each other and nothing was really being very constructive. And in my experience, at least the few I've been to, they they don't feel like that at all. They feel. Yeah, so productive. Also yeah. with the polls and stuff, I think that's like just a very smart mm. way to just to gauge yeah. where people are. Yeah, and also like just to have some sort of guideline as to what rules to change or not. Yeah, yeah. Although I, yeah, I would hope and believe that the polls are not like binding in any way. Like it still yeah. comes down to ultimately the mod's discretion. Right? Yeah, definitely. No, I think it's just it's very well organized. Absolutely. Yeah, they do an amazing job. Yeah, and it's just like always so fascinating that it's all like volunteer work, basically. Yeah. I'm yeah. just in, in awe. <laughs> Labor of love. Yes. Very much appreciated. Yes. Some more more general questions. In your opinion, um, what is the best way to improve? Oh, I don't know. Don't know that I'm an authority on this. <laughs> By the way, I did a... I like did I send you because like in my script those questions did I send you those questions too? Um, I think I did see that one. Yeah. I'm okay. To great. Okay. Okay. Great. Yeah. I, <laughs> it's like I'm, I'm not bringing mean... any questions on you that, <laughs> that you've never heard before. That doesn't mean I thought of a good answer. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, that's on you. <laughs> uh, yep. I can't argue with that. <laughs> um. What is a good way to improve? I mean, I think the most enjoyable ways I've found that I hope are helping me to improve are just like playing a lot of ladder, watching a lot of good players play and commentate, and 
of course, working on the wiki blurbs. <laughs> I have learned so much, or at least it feels like I've learned so much through the wiki project. Um, and I really enjoy it. It feels like a very, like, a way to learn that's very tailored to me, like trying to draft these blurbs and edit what other people have to say and kind of hash it through in the, in the drafting document. Um, yeah, I really enjoy that, I think. Yeah, I must have learned a lot that way. It certainly feels like it. <laughs> Let's just talk more about that. Like, what exactly is it that you do? I have to preface this by saying mostly I look at the dominion wiki when i'm playing just one and i'm looking for i'm just <laughs> trying to make sure that i clue the right number for the cost of the card <laughs> i see that's a very specific use for the wiki <laughs> also highly reasonable yeah so well the so the wiki improvement project is or the bit of it that i'm active in in any case is all about the strategy blurbs so like the the part of each page that has a little blurb about how it's good to play with the card like how strong it is i don't know maybe you never read those sections because you're just looking for the cost of the card <laughs> <laughs> but you know they're supposed to be like pretty brief which we usually accomplish just a broad overview maybe sort of tailored to not quite a beginner but like a an interested relatively new player I would say who's looking to improve and so when we started this project like gosh 18 months ago something like that maybe more um almost all of those blurbs on the wiki insofar as they existed were just incredibly outdated had many of them had really really terrible advice in them that was from like I don't know 2010 or something it just didn't make sense anymore and so Tara Cubist and a few other people started like a big push to try and improve them gradually and um, yeah I got quite involved in the project, really enjoy it. Um, so this, the, the process is that we have a, a big list of cards that have not been updated yet for the blurb and um, someone drafts like a first attempt at the strategy blurb and then a few of the rest of us pitch in, give comments, make line edits. Usually we end up sort of revamping the whole thing, tearing it apart, rewriting it. It's a fairly involved process, but really enjoyable one. We have a lot of arguments. It's great. It's, it's a very nice, like, collegiate atmosphere, I would say. And then we bring it to Discord for review. And the idea there is to get, like, a wider, wider audience to just check it over and, you know, give it some peer review um, and sign off on it. In, in practice, like since its inception there's a lot of the interest has died off in that channel to like a, a large extent so we don't normally get that many more people than have actually been involved in the editing process as well it would it would be great to have more votes maybe this is a venue to like shill for more people to come and join in it's um yeah if you don't want to get involved in the writing and the editing even if you just you know come and check the blurbs in wiki votes and click the, the bonfire about lady if you think it's a good blurb or leave some comments if you think there's something missing or whatever that would be always be great to have more people involved and you don't have to be like a, a super amazing player or anything i mean obviously it's great if we do get more top players coming on to help us but also you know just any voices you can always pick out if something's unclearly said or whatever but yeah i think it's great i love the project yeah how often like how how many blurbs are there in one week just um mm, 
It's a little bit lumpy. It's sort of, you know, we have we have a big black log of drafts that have not been fixed up in the in the editing document. Um, so we're kind of getting through them at whatever pace we can get through them. <laughs> I think like Terakibist is is um, in charge of putting them up for review, and when we're kind of all running very smoothly, we can sometimes get through about one a day, maybe more like five or six a week. You know, it kind of slips a day here and there. But then other times, like you know, there's a holdup or something, someone's away, or just like there's a really challenging blurb, and then we won't manage to get anyone out for a few days. So this is a slow process. <laughs> yeah, but I think like it makes total sense that you would kind of learn by doing that because I feel mm. like you very rarely sit down to think like about specific strategies for right. sp specific cards. And you kind of like I pick that up like through playing games, but it's it's a very different, very cool approach to like, yeah. really focus it really forces on, you. Yeah to use your brain i do have a tradition of every time i like draft the blurb for a card or like go work on somebody else's draft it really feels like i will almost immediately get a game with that card and lose heavily no! <laughs> it's, like, it's, it's like a pattern i i mean i'm sure it's just that i happen to notice that when it, when that happens but yeah it's, it's actually very funny that like, is so funny. oh i i thought i knew this card yeah i've learned all about it exactly <laughs> who do i think i am like trying to draft something to tell other people how to use it but yeah no 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 i've and also it's like a great opportunity to interact again with some of some really good players mm. in the project so yeah, yeah. definitely great fun highly encourage people to join in yes this will be the advertisement mm -hmm. <laughs> everyone <Excellent>. please <laughs> uh check out those those channels <laughs> mm -hmm. now <laughs> and <laughs> get your optional. votes in <laughs> very cool Okay, jumping back <laughs> to mm -hmm. more general Dominion stuff. Um, how do you deal with losing matches? Is it something that um, keeps you up at night or do you just shrug it off? Oh, that's a good question. Yeah, I don't think I'm like too badly affected. Like, I mean, nobody loves losing, right? But um, I, I do find actually like regardless of whether I win or lose a match, it's like it can keep me up at night a bit you know <laughs> like mm, the it yeah. takes me a little while to come down afterwards from yeah. if if i perceived it as like a an important match or something it's definitely yeah sticks with me um i don't i i would like to say i don't mind losing too much i don't think it really bothers me i d it's definitely harder in league than on ladder again because it feels like you know with league There are really so few games in a season and it doesn't take very many going badly to suddenly you're having a very bad season. Um, whereas on ladder, you know, you just, every game is worth what that game is worth. You just play some more games and it even, or you don't, and then you come back later and you play some more games, you know, it's, um, so yeah, I definitely find losing in league tougher, I guess. Mm. I, I don't know about coping with it. Nothing specific, I don't think. I'm just, like, always very miserable if I lose. Well, it's not true. <laughs> it's not true. Like, sometimes I'm just, like, 
I mean, sometimes that's just like so clear, right? When you play against mm. someone who's just like superior, and you're like, yeah, okay, oh yeah, fine. but that yeah, that doesn't feel bad at all yeah. to me, right? Because yeah. it's just like, oh, this person like wildly outplayed yeah. me. Maybe I learned something. That yeah. was cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. it's definitely yeah. more frustrating if you feel like it was a close match, but then maybe like the games where you won, you feel like you won by a lot, but then the games where you lost, you feel like it was very close, yeah. but you don't have anything to show for that. And you're like, well, is that just bias? Maybe it's not even true. Maybe, yeah. who knows? Yeah, that, yeah, that's more frustrating. Definitely. Yeah. For sure. Do you watch other players' matches? And if so, mm. who do you enjoy watching? Oh, yeah, quite a bit. I enjoy a lot of the commentators. Yeah. They're, they're great. They all do such a good job. Yeah. And like, I think it's a really like, such a good service to the community as well that these Absolutely. top players will talk through their matches. So, yeah. Yeah. It's massively so, appreciated. Yeah. It's so nice. I often catch myself like thinking when I'm watching a game, I'm like, why is there no commentary? <laughs> like when I'm, <laughs> when I'm, I don't know, preparing dinner or something. And I can't mm-hmm. really do it myself, yeah. but I'm like, I would love to just like have someone commentate this yeah. now. <laughs> oh, I know the feeling. It's like, oh, the entitlement. And yet, yeah. <laughs> I want my commentary. <laughs> I do. <laughs> no, totally. Yeah. <sighs> At least you're like uh, meeting the, meeting the, call of non-hypocrisy there because you do commentate your own matches that's so very good um like practice as you preach (laughs) yeah i'm so far mostly too i don't know too something to do that i don't know what exactly well i think there's it's with uh it's the same as with the feeling of stress right with like ladder or tournaments i feel there's Mm -hmm. like definitely um a spectrum where people just think they can like think better if they um force themselves to articulate and then there are people who are like no that just like yeah i'm pretty sure it's like an extra process laid on top for me i like the couple of times i have given it a go though in in the coven server it's um like i think it does help with focus for sure but i'm pretty sure it's made me a lot slower and i'm pretty sure that nothing i've ever said would be of like any actual interest (laughs) to another person (laughs) (laughs) agree to disagree (laughs) but yeah it it does it definitely slows you down definitely yeah Yeah. Yeah. for sure but cool to have afterwards for like your own analysis i suppose yeah well i'm still like on my way i have been asked if I uh, wanted to like record commentary and upload it to YouTube, oh. and I was like, I am so scared. <laughs> oh, you should absolutely do it. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. You absolutely should then. <laughs> Maybe in like a couple of months, but <laughs> I don't that's, know. That's am not I, I'm not we, we there can wait yet. till then. <laughs> <laughs> I'll check back in in a couple of months. Yeah. <laughs> See where you're at. I mean, I'll I'll be happy if I can do like regular commentary um, again. Like, I don't need the edit stress of being like, okay, this is going to be also forever. <laughs> yeah, but you can pick and choose which ones. Like, you don't have to upload True. every match, I suppose. True, but then like the other thing is like my commentary is just like fifty to seventy percent singing. I listen to your commentary; it's great. 100% YouTube. <laughs> like the, the singing is definitely a, 
a pull factor, not a not a bug. <laughs> it's uh, definitely like a distinguishing factor, I would say. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I guess if I ever start a channel, it'll be like singing Dominion or something. <laughs> Perfect. Oh, now you have to. That name is too good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll trademark it. <laughs> it's <Great>. mine. <laughs> Don't steal it. Mm-hmm. Um, oh yeah, you don't worry about threats from me. <laughs> that would not be my channel name. <laughs> no one needs to hear that. <laughs> um, just in general, do you have thoughts on leak on the division size or the season length or anything? Mm. So we had this question just in the last feedback form, mm-hmm. I believe. Um. And what did I write? I think I wrote that I mostly prefer the current setup, at least to the proposed change. So I think the proposal was to have more players and a longer season, right? Um, Yeah, or less players. I think it was fewer matches per player. Uh, Oh, sorry, fewer games per match and more matches, so more opponents. uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, if I remember correctly, mm-hmm. um, and yeah, so I think like I, th- I, I do see the attraction in fewer games per match, definitely, because six games is is a lot. As I definitely find it hard to focus for six games in a row. Um, but at the same time, I think lengthening the season doesn't sound that appealing because it already feels a bit few and far between that you actually kind of you know get to reap the fruits of your efforts in league and move up or down and um i also feel like just no one would play in the first week or two if the season was longer it's already people don't want to play in the first week or two yeah um so yeah i, I like it the way it is but i can definitely understand the appeal of four game matches those are nice hmm. i wouldn't want fewer total games though I don't think per season it's already so few and they're already so high stakes I think those were all of my dominion questions do you want to share about some of your other hobbies Mm, sure other hobbies so do enjoy cycling it's pretty pretty nice as a way to get out and get some fresh air move around season countryside or whatever and um, i love walking hill walking that kind of stuff i haven't done a ton of it recently but do really enjoy it when i get the chance um some running i i grew up swimming which i still like it's definitely my my first love as a sport mm. i was a competitive swimmer like all the way through through mm. school through university absolutely loved it and um, cool. I don't swim a lot anymore, but I do really miss it. And um, yeah, at some point, the, my my plan before the pandemic hit was um, I had just got myself um, like an actually nice road bike for the first time. So I've always had a bike, but you know, like very much for transport rather than for going out for cycling for leisure. So that was my first time having like a, a nice bike. <laughs> Um, and my the, the idea in my head was that I was going to join a triathlon club and um, at some point do, do some triathlon. 
but uh, the pandemic was a small spanner in those works. Um, so I, I did a lot of cycling during the pandemic and quite a bit of running, uh, but I did not do a ton of swimming because it was not very feasible. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, I still I still harbour that um, that interest at some point. I'd like to do one, but I have to get back into swimming. And you know, when you've done something to what used to be a high standard and then you're not good at it anymore because you haven't really done it very much in a long time it feels so bad yeah. <laughs> like you feel every little ounce of just how bad you are yeah. um so although like I do enjoy it when I go swimming it's also like oh my goodness is this treacle what has happened to me <laughs> um yeah but I really enjoy all those sports what are the hobbies we already touched on crosswords. Those are very fun. Mm. Really enjoy cryptic crosswords. Yeah, should do more of them. The um, yeah, Dominion has kind of, to an extent, eaten that that part of my week. I think. And I know that you also enjoy cooking. Mm, yeah, yeah, cooking is great. It's like would that qualify as a hobby? Yeah, I'm not sure because it's like it's a very utilitarian thing, right? It's like. True. have to eat <laughs> um but I'm like I guess for me I'm I'm very much not like an arty or a crafty person that's just I'm I'm very bad at that kind of thing I have no like visual art talent whatsoever so I do find that to be one kind of place where I guess like making something with my hands it's mm -hmm. like a, it's a satisfying thing to do as a person right so I guess cooking is is kind of my outlet for that to an extent I do I do like it I spend I definitely spend more time in the kitchen than I would need to to like mm -hmm. you know meet the need of feeding myself so yeah maybe it counts as a hobby it's definitely fun and then um I have a question that is maybe a silly question you will have to tell me but mm -hmm. um you are a linguist um mm -hmm. does that mean that you like literature Or is it oh. because, like, my first degree was in theater studies and mm, it was very cool. important that, like, we didn't read plays because that's what the, like, literature studies I folks see. do. I see where you're coming from. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, that's so I'm sorry if that's a silly question. <laughs> no, not at all. Um, that's, like, an interesting spin. I haven't heard it in quite this form before, but it's... A spin on a very common question which is that normally if you tell people that you're a linguist the question is oh how many languages do you speak um I think that's probably the equivalent of what you're getting at which um like I mean it's not really what linguistics is all about <laughs> so yeah I guess as a linguist I'm primarily interested in language as a phenomenon rather than languages though obviously those are manifestations of language so they're extremely interesting in that sense but it's like the the underlying structure and the the cognitive processes going on underneath that really sort of make me tick in terms of the interest in language but literature yeah I've not had that take on that question before I, I do very much enjoy literature but I guess I don't really consider that very related to my mm -hmm. interest in linguistics yeah it's an interesting conversation no it hmm. makes total sense the way you explain it and i feel like it's a silly question <laughs> no it's, it's definitely not a silly question it's um not at all well 
someone sent in a lot of questions. (laughs) 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 And I'm going to ask you some of those. Although I have to say um, that someone sent in a couple of sneaky questions too. (laughs) I think they are quite fun. Oh no, (laughs) I'm very afraid of the sneaky questions. (laughs) Although, wait, okay, I mean, we have to address some of the questions, I guess. We don't want to make Sean sad. Um. (laughs) (laughs) No one wants to make Sean sad. No. So, Sean wants to know, among um, many other things, um, (laughs) what languages do you speak? I also want to know. So I'm definitely not very much of a polyglot. Um, so definitely not like <laughs> by the standard of people who are not native English speakers who all speak many languages with amazing fluency. It's always very impressive to me. So I did. I spent a fair bit of time studying Spanish and Russian. Um, my Spanish, I think, is probably still fairly passable, but would, it would definitely take me a bit of time to get warmed up. I think I haven't used it a lot. Um my Russian, very sadly, is like mostly gone. I think mm-hmm. like I did it very intensely for a couple of years, and then I almost completely quit, which is really sad. I would have loved the opportunity to like keep that up better. Such an interesting language. Yeah, um, yeah. I have some German, but I think I would struggle to use it like productively in conversation. I think if I, you know, if I came and spent some time in Germany, it would probably get going a little bit but yeah in general I, th- I know a lot more about languages like a little bit about <laughs> quite a number of different languages than I know actual languages hmm. yeah I have to say I guess like Russian is to me you speak Russian right oh uh, well <laughs> it's probably similar to you like I do I understand it mostly but like mm, I can't yeah already actively, that's, like yeah. no 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 I can't really mm. speak. I can still yeah I can still read it like a little bit if I mm-hmm. get warmed up but like or to understand it spoken now I would really struggle I think yeah it's, um, but it's, it's been too long it's definitely like one of the most beautiful languages I know mm, I love it yeah it's so yeah uh so soft i don't know if that's yeah. how you would describe a language but it's like it's very smooth it's very palatalized right i think that's probably like the feature that you're referring to <laughs> <laughs> probably <laughs> probably like um if you think about the the thing that the the soft sign does to yeah. consonants yeah. that it follows it's like palatalization yeah. right it just like slides the consonant towards the palate and then mm. um, yeah i think that's probably the feature that you perceive as as soft mm-hmm. um yeah i find russian like very prosodically pleasing as well it has like a nice nice rhythm to it yeah yeah it flows really nicely mm-hmm. yeah so um, what else do you speak apart from english german russian uh french french right yeah and then it's very cool like a little bit of yiddish but really just oh, a nice. little. and also just That's because really it's it's like 75 percent german <laughs> mm, right 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 so it's yeah. if i adopt a bavarian accent <laughs> kind of yiddish <laughs> perfect <laughs> yeah but mostly oh, cool. like i mean apart from english like french i can hold a conversation in french mm-hmm, um mm-hmm. but it's like nothing nothing compared to my level of english mm. yeah yeah i don't really know any french at all like i i find 
if I look at a French text, I can usually yeah. puzzle through it just from Romance languages, but yeah. like if you ask me to speak French, I would have <laughs> absolutely no clue. <laughs> I just love French so much because it's so clear, like the pronunciation rules are so clear. I mean, apart from German, obviously, which I like think is like very German clear. German is very transparent as well, right? Yeah. <laughs> but then, like in French, I just enjoy all the like different accents and stuff which is like mm. they just tell you exactly how they want to be pronounced which is uh, a thing that um english a good no. feature. <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah yeah i mean the the flip side of that right is that the english written form if you know how to unpick it tells you so much about the history of the word which is um kind of the the flip side of that feature yeah but yeah it does doesn't make spelling easy <laughs> Blame the great vowel shift. <laughs> <laughs> I will. I have no mm -hmm. idea what that is, but I will. <laughs> uh, was a, it was a event in English where all the vowels sort of got pushed around the vowel space and mm. we've quite largely retained the spellings before that point. So that's why spellings are so funny. Was that a, a, extent. a concerted action? Was that like? Oh no, no! It's just the kind of thing that's <laughs> very common to happen, like okay, <laughs> over time in languages. Um, I, I guess what's slightly different about it is that the writing system was already well established, so mm. it's kind of preserved in that. And I guess not being France, we haven't had any kind of meddling body from above to like yeah. reform the spelling system and uh, yeah yeah it sounded like a historical date like this was <laughs> the day the, the vowel shift happened oh, <laughs> yeah no very 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 gradual process <laughs> yeah like Chaucer is pre-vowel shift Shakespeare is like towards the tail end of it I think it was going on at about that time so mm -hmm. that's why um, in a lot of this old poetry you'll see Rhymes that don't seem to rhyme anymore. Oh, that makes so much sense. Although actually, like, in the translations, I don't know if we... I don't know if we have, like, rhyme translations. Mm. I was wondering about that the other day, like, poetry, because I was trying to translate a poem, and then I was just... I mean, I, d I didn't think about it too much, but I started thinking about how you can't really translate poetry. Right. That's that's like a very, a very interesting problem, but like a yeah. fundamentally incompletely solvable problem. Yeah, right? like I'm sure there are some brilliant translations of poetry. Out yeah, there, but and then like the question which you sometimes get like with translation in general, like how much of the translation is like its own creative mm -hmm, work, mm -hmm. right? I mean, sure. of course, you're kind of. Like, it's the, the, the creative act in itself, right? Which I feel like comes, right. comes forth, like, a lot more in poetry than in prose. But it's... Yeah, yeah, definitely. And, like, form can, of course, be very important in prose, but in poetry, form is, like, a central, central component of, yeah. of the thing, right? So, yeah, it's um, a really interesting... Poem. Yeah, yeah. It just made me sad because I wanted to like it was a poem that like means a lot to me, and I tried uh -huh. to like translate it. And it was like everything I love about it like is lost, it's gone. <laughs> yeah. Oh, but is as the as someone who loves the poem, like that's who should translate it, right? Good point. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, 
So you should you should keep up your conversation. <laughs> From what into what were you going? Uh, German to English. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'd love to read it. <laughs> <laughs> I was I'm thinking, I mean, it's a, it's, a, it's a poem by Rainer Maria Rilke, so I, I assume there mm-hmm. is already a translation. Oh, yeah, but don't look that up. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's not the way forward. Yeah. <laughs> I just remember, like, I, uh, I used to work at a publishing house and i i just know that um like you can't really make money writing books unless you yeah. are like you hit a nerve um mm-hmm. but like translators they have like the mm. worst worst contracts ever like you can't yeah. really make money of translations unless you translate like i don't know harry potter level yeah. books yes. and i always felt how unfair that is because there's like so much work so much skill going into it and you are like so potentially like so influential and Mm -hmm. yeah it's just it made me sad yeah and also like you you give up like all your rights basically yeah and also like your you know that must be so such a demanding creative process and at the then at the end of the day like you were just in quotation marks the yeah. translator like yes. yeah but and you don't have any rights so... to your creation right so right. just unless it's like harry potter level but sure. i mean yeah but yeah fun to do for a personal project right <laughs> it is actually i mean like it's very easy to kind of learn english when you're a non-native english speaker but um one thing that I always felt like it was such a cool project, um, speaking of Harry Potter, um, which I don't really like to, but <laughs> speaking of, mm-hmm. um, when the sixth book was published in English, that was, I think, in the summer of 2005 or something, my mom gave my brother and I kind of the project to translate it into German mm-hmm. so she could oh, read it. Yeah. Oh wow. And so we That's we, really cool. we spend the summer holidays translating a book from English. And your mum is like, This was such a genius idea. The kids are so quiet. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> and it was so it was so cool. And I remember yeah. like when I finally got the the official translation, I was kind of mm. I was kind of bummed because I felt like we we invented like cooler names and stuff because we tried to yeah, to give I it bet. because the names are like so like like I don't know how you say that in English but in German you would say like sprechende Namen like speaking mm-hmm, names mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. and we were trying to like find good German versions Equivalence. of those names yeah that's really smart but then yeah. like in in the official translation they just had all the English names which makes sense but. <sighs> Yeah. But it's way less fun. Yeah, I, had, I, I at some point when I was learning German in school struggled my way through. I think it was the second Harry Potter book in German, just like wow. to to try and make my German go. Yeah, it's, but it's like it's a very accessible way to do it, right? With like yeah. a story that you already know. Yeah, and, it's um, perfect. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah, that was good. I mean, I have like that's that's typically how I learn. Like, I have the French one, French Harry Potter and. Like four Russian yeah. ones. Because, oh, nice! Yeah. yeah, yeah. I never got into a Russian version. I always because I picked up Russian like 
in an intense form in university we were always just supposed to like immediately read the you know the actual russian text and it was so hard oh <laughs> um, wow but yeah it was like it was really enjoyable like i would actually sit and make translations because there was just no way i could like read them quickly enough to follow what was going on otherwise yeah. so it was such a process but yeah i did i certainly learned a lot and um yeah i wish i could still read some russian books and the way to do that would be to get a russian book and read it really slowly <laughs> <laughs> but yeah oh yeah it's... not enough hours in the day no no definitely not yeah maybe i'll, I'll pick i mean yeah i'm maybe not a short story <laughs> maybe maybe i haven't decided yet like i'm moving in september and i haven't decided mm. yet if i'm going to keep my harry potter books or not but i feel yeah. like i mm. I don't think i'll be able to separate yeah i think i do them. have a yeah i think i do have a full set but they will at my mum's house somewhere i haven't seen them in many years <laughs> <laughs> It's, it's not the worst place for them. No, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Where were we? Um, we were on fun topics. <laughs> yes, we were. Oh, yeah. Sean sent this sentence for you to oh, yes. say. Which, um, I do actually Two have sentences, this actually. Would you like to uh, read those out? Yeah, sure. I very much would, actually. <laughs> Great. Okay. These are great. I love this question. Uh, so the Marquis's forte was draw, but its plus bio is better than herbalist. Kudos on having an extra bundle of pasta in the garage. Oh, this is so fun. <laughs> this is so it's, fun. I mean, it's it's very boring to me because all those are entirely normal pronunciations. Of but, course, of course. Like, yeah, I, I don't know why. When you chose those words. <laughs> Can't possibly imagine. <laughs> so what would be like, okay, I know herbalist and herbalist. Mm -hmm. and I don't know where all of the differences are, actually. Yeah, I was wondering. I mean, we don't have to talk about the M the M card. That's a tough one. <laughs> I, I think, do Americans say fort? Yeah, I so was wondering forte? about that because I I would also say forte. Mm -hmm. forte. But you speak French. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And also that's, yeah. I'm so like I am like very enmeshed in, in US like uh culture and language, but also mm -hmm. there are like strange residues from the the British English we were taught at school. So uh, Yeah. It's a, Your it's accent a strange is mix. Yeah. yeah, your accent is definitely more towards the American side. Yeah, 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 definitely. But yeah, and then. Um, but I've noticed your spelling is sometimes very British. I definitely have noticed that. Yeah, that's uh, <laughs> from, from school. school. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Um, yeah, I think do Americans say kudo, kudos, kudos? I would say I kudos, but kudos okay. is probably not. It's mm -hmm. I, I have no idea how how Americans would say it. Yeah, definitely kudos yeah. um although it's not i think it i think it's i have the impression it's also a more common word over there i wouldn't say we use it a lot mm -hmm. in british english um i don't know what's up with the bundle is that different um i would say bundle yeah i mean i have that yorkshire vowel a little bit yeah but... <laughs> uh, 
the pasta, I guess it's more like a, oh, I actually, no, that, that bell is really difficult for me. <laughs> What's your best American pasta? Maybe you can do it better. I mean, it has to be something like pasta. I don't know. Or it's like, yeah, I, think it's, I think it's like a, like a pasta. Oh, but that pasta. bell is, pasta. I, I, it, that wasn't a good rendition because that bell is tough for me. I can't no. <laughs> And also like, I think I'm just biased because I would say pasta the way we say, we say it. And mm. the way I imagine Italians say Makes it. sense. Yeah, I mean, we all say it the way we imagine Italians <laughs> True, true. I like my favorite is gnocchi, actually. Mm. Gnocchi and zucchini, because those are hard in German. And, mm -hmm. like, you would find my favorite, like, pronunciation for gnocchi is knocchi. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And That's great. And for zucchini, you would have, like either zucchini or zucchini mm -hmm. which is hilarious <laughs> yeah i've definitely heard like a gnocchi or something like that in, in english as well yeah mm -hmm. well mm. and also i think sean did manage to get the intrusive r into the like pasta in the garage like probably i think it's very audible to americans that i put the r into that string Like, I think they would do much more of a pasta in. Ah, I don't know if you hear it or not. No. Maybe. I no. don't hear it at all, but I know I'm saying it. <laughs> Interesting. I was wondering about the garage thing, because I would say garage. Oh, garage, yeah. Ah. You do hear... You hear... You hear... Garage here as well. But I think maybe the... Is the stress the same? Garage. Yeah, I think... I guess... I don't know. I perceive it as like a posh British pronunciation. Garage. Ooh. Interesting. <laughs> um, but I think the US is garage, right, with the second syllable, stress. And then for well, me as yeah. a non-posh northerner, it's garage. <laughs> yeah. Now that seems like intuitive for me to be garage. But mm -hmm. I can't really... It's all passive for me. Like I just <laughs> yeah. feel like I picked it up somewhere. All right, so the next question is, do you generally like song parodies? Have you worked <laughs> on song parodies outside of Dominion? Uh, this is a funny question. Yeah. yeah, I mean, song parodies are fun. I haven't, I've done them here and there, I suppose, like mostly just to amuse some friends with some silliness. And Ooh. I guess I just, I really enjoy messing around with like words and meter. Those are just really fun, enjoyable things to me. Um For specifically the song parodies, I think the one I most recently remember doing that was not a Dominion one was um, sometime during the pandemic, uh, a group of friends did like a virtual treasure hunt kind of thing that we put together. And I, I it was somehow relevant to that. I don't remember. It like fulfilled <laughs> one of the treasure hunt briefs somehow. But that was um, it was a take on the on the Firefly theme song. And I don't even remember what it was, what kind of parody it was doing. But um, yeah, I did actually for that one go to the bother of playing and singing for myself. So it was <gasps> less what? enjoyable to listen to Aww, than your I don't amazing. <laughs> oh, it was, yeah, it, it was very, very bad. Um, not at all musically talented, but it was very fun to do. <laughs> Aww, well, that's, that's the most important thing. <laughs> mm -hmm, for sure. Cool. Well, I hope there are 
There are lots of Dominion parodies in mm, our shared future. Yeah, I feel like that's a good a good collaboration. Yeah. We made made a very great team. I feel like I'm also like very impressed. Like when I think back because like on the, the current there are like two and a half projects right now. Mm-hmm. Um with Dominion song parodies that have been going on for <laughs> three or four is this, months. Is this what is this what Sean was like somehow teasing me about in some way yeah. recently yeah uh-huh. and i think Sorry. you know <laughs> I, I think you kind of you, you know about it but you probably just forgot about it but i think a couple of people hinted something to me about it but i don't think i know about it. <laughs> anything beyond like some kind of project is happening <laughs> i was just like so impressed uh when i thought back on our like little our project that came together in like five days or so oh yeah we like we, yeah we yeah churned it out. <laughs> yeah because you were like so yeah i don't know you, you just said like so much energy and then i was like yeah sure i don't have anything else to do i'm gonna like just so you like this immediately then, came back with this yeah. amazing recording and i was like what is yeah, <laughs> yeah. that was so cool <laughs> it was amazing yeah yeah. That was probably like one of my favorite things that has happened on the Dominion Discord Aww. because it's just, you know, it's just so fun when you do something silly and creative and someone else like bounces the silly creativity yeah. right back at you and just makes it better. And then, yeah, yeah, it was yeah. so fun. Yeah, it was great. I've been like thinking about starting a server, a um, Bard server or something like. <laughs> Kind of get all the creative people in one spot and be like, oh, okay, I, this uh, is what I'm working on right now. You can like come in yeah, or not. I really wouldn't. Oh, I wouldn't put myself in that category at all, though. Like, I'm okay with the words, but yeah. Well, about word. But then maybe not a bard, but mm, the wandering minstrels. <laughs> I don't know. Well, like. <laughs> Whatever. I don't we think would have changing like... the name. Gonna... <laughs> I mean, like you would be the first person I'd invite because you're like the oh dear. The, the songwriter. Well, I'm sure it would be extremely fun. The poet. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Sean had this question about the advent calendar. Oh yeah, maybe quite similar to what we were just talking about. Yeah, it was interesting because he sent this question. I was like, what is this question? Like, what? I I don't understand. And then I was like, okay, it's true. Like, I know how the the calendar came together (laughs) because I started it. But how would anyone else know? (laughs) It's true. (laughs) Yep, that is knowledge that's in your head. Yeah. (laughs) Not necessarily other people. Because, yeah, Yeah, his his question was more like, why why did you start the advent calendar or something like that? And I was like, excuse me? <laughs> well, I mean, the way it came about that I was doing all the silly rhymes was that you asked me, right, if I would be interested in um, I object answering to your silly. questions. <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on, those are very silly. <laughs> they were great. <laughs> so I don't mean it in a derogatory way. They just were silly. Um, yeah, but um, yeah, you were asking me if I wanted to answer the questions, right? And I was very perverse and was like, "Oh, how about I do this?" <laughs> completely other thing instead that you didn't in any way ask for yeah and you were 
very kind and accommodating of my it was great idea it was great it was like floored <laughs> it's like what you want to write like 24 rhymes yes please <laughs> oh that was More. so fun I, yeah i had such a blast doing it and it was like it was so nice of you to accept my of course my silliness to be part of the project so yeah really enjoyed that yeah i'm kind of starting to think about what we can do this year but um mm. i guess there's gonna be the dominion online championship and mm. uh i mean first my vacation and then in september we will we will see gosh you oh. can eat up a year very quickly by having a holiday and then a championship and then suddenly it's yeah like winter <laughs> yeah and i definitely yeah. want to like start prepping for the advent calendar mm -hmm. sooner than I did last year because last year it was just like I don't know a fluke I was like this would be fun and then it was like with it's you like with just the song. in time yeah yeah I was like okay this has to this has to happen now <laughs> like I can't mm -hmm. wait another year <laughs> but it was like it was quite exhausting so I'm I will yeah. try to uh, that must have taken a lot of time because like even my yeah. little bit was like I think I had a couple of quite long sessions where I just like noodled a bunch of those little rhymes out and <laughs> rejected a lot of drafts. Yeah. <laughs> Got rid of a lot of words. Yeah. But it was, yeah, quite a bit. Yeah. But it was also so fun. And I'm like, I'm kind of like a Libby, I guess, in that sense where I'm like, in in the process, it's all like very exhausting and like I'm just maybe doing too much but then mm. like in the end when it's all done it's worth it and, afterwards yeah it's so worth it i'm like yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> i can't yeah, believe the this happened. Great. very <laughs> enjoyable yeah and it's so nice to like bring everyone in and yeah we'll just be like okay who who do i want to like engage here mm-hmm and it's always it's just so great that everyone is so game it's just yeah i think so the fun. the the community is just so nice for that right yeah like people are always up for getting involved and stuff yeah it's, it's great it's nice so yeah um sometime in september i will um maybe reach out to you mm, about I'll have to see if i have some thoughts <laughs> <laughs> yeah i will i'll let that marinate <laughs> perfect maybe before we go into the sneaky questions, or no, no. let's let's do the <laughs> sneaky questions now. Okay, so okay. Um, Sean being Sean um, sent not only sent like a billion questions, <laughs> <was> so many. <laughs> <laughs> he also sent um, a couple warm up questions of his own <laughs> for you, uh -huh. which you don't like. If you don't want to, you don't have to answer, but. <laughs> I would sure, just, I can uh, try. <laughs> all right. So, warm up question: the Queen, yes or no? <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh dear. I mean, are, are we asking for like an essay on the constitutional history of my <laughs> poor country? <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, Obviously. Me. Oh. I mean, if you if 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 I have to say yes or no, I guess I'm going with no. Mm -hmm. And I will not elaborate further. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
sort of the same vein, but Harry or William? Oh, God. <laughs> Do, I mean, I'm sure they're like perfectly nice people i don't know them <laughs> nor do i care about them in the slightest oxford or cambridge oh uh i may have a slight bias here <laughs> that's that's um allowed <laughs> yeah See, so my undergrad is from cambridge and i absolutely loved it it was like probably the best period of my life i think it was such a good time mm. uh, yeah i have a, a lot of affection for that place and university it was um so good yeah has to be my pick i have also worked at the other place and um, it's fine <laughs> <laughs> right <laughs> um and then the last one is um darwin or newton Oh, interesting. That's tough. Like, those are both very cool discoveries, right? <laughs> um, I think I would go with Darwin because... Um, what is the reason? <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. Like, physics is extremely cool. And obviously, like, um, you know... The Newtonian discoveries were such a cool paradigm shift, but there's something like there's something very human about understanding where humans came from, right? I think that's like that's that's a very human desire to want to know how that came about, right? Mm. And um, so I, I, th I think I might have to have to give it to Darwin, but yeah, tough. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think I'm with you there, just because, like, as a historian, I'm like, I, mm. like, that's definitely, it's what I live for, like, knowing origins and how things yeah. came to be and why things are the way they are today. Yeah. yeah, I mean, if you go deeper into those questions, then you very much start needing the physics as well, right? So. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, um, the next question is um, hilarious. Are these still sneaky questions? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> like, so oh, a couple of those. <laughs> Explain and provide your own opinion in 10 words or less. Brexit. Oh, God. <laughs> Actually, that will suffice. <laughs> I just did it. All right. <laughs> Thank you. That was exactly what I want to say about that. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry, is the other thing I want to say about that. <laughs> What's up with those crazy hats at the royal weddings? What? The crazy hats at the royal weddings. It's not just uh, the royal weddings, right? It's like crazy hats oh, for... Oh, are we talking generally about hats at weddings? Yeah, I guess that's a thing. Isn't that also Do like for races or something where people wear those... Uh, horse races, yeah. Crazy hats? Fa like... Fascinators, is that what we're talking about? Ooh, do, wait, is that do, the word for it? Uh, well, so hmm, I'm the wrong person to ask here, but a fascinator is like, I believe, not exactly the same as a hat, right? It's that little, I don't know if it comes on like a band or something. I've never worn one, can you tell? <laughs> but yeah, I, th I think the little, the little fancy things that aren't really hats, but are like just sort of attached to your head somehow. I think the word for those is, is fascinator. Why? But like, it, well, I, Is, is hats at weddings not a thing as well? 
I have like very little <laughs> experience with uh, weddings, so I. I mean, I wouldn't say it's so common either. Like a lot of the weddings I've been to have been probably short on hats, but it's definitely like a traditional thing, and I didn't realize it was a British traditional thing. That's very interesting. Maybe I should have done research. But mm. why is it called fascinator? That's oh. like such an interesting word for it. It is. I, I, I guess because it's so fascinating. Fascinating. <laughs> yeah, I've no idea. Fun. Well, uh-huh. I will definitely have to um, look this yeah, up. Yeah, I feel like I was, I was the wrong person for this question. We'll have to do some research. Sean also wants to know how you take your tea. Oh, well, in very classically boring British fashion, in that I like English breakfast tea with a tea bag. You put the boiling water in, it should be boiling. Do not put it in the friggin' microwave. <laughs> Boil it in the kettle. <laughs> Then you like moosh the tea bag around a bit, unceremoniously dump it up, chuck a bit of milk in there. It's like. That's very boring, and it's the best way to make tea. <laughs> okay, okay. That's the British way. Yeah, I would say so. Some people add sugar, I guess. What um, about lemon? People... No, 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 okay, no. Okay, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I thought that was the way. I'm not, I'm, I'm not a, like, hot beverages drinker. No, I mean, I've, I've had German excuse. colleagues who do lemon tea. It's, it's not just you. It's a very weird idea that your country has. <laughs> mm, maybe it's a German thing. Interesting. Maybe so. Huh. I will I will have to look into this. It's also like, I've tried it, you know, and it's not bad. It's a perfectly nice drink. It's just not tea. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then uh, Klingon or Elvish? <laughs> Uh, I don't know really anything about either Klingon or Elvish. Um, I've read Lord of the Rings. I have not watched Star Trek, so maybe I should give it to Elvish. Although, <laughs> from this is uh, from the music channel, I did get extremely hooked on something from one of the brackets, which was, I don't know who submitted it, but that um, Data and Picard song, I don't know if you listened to it, it was like a was a Star Trek remix, I believe. Um, not having seen any Star Trek, I can't be 100% certain, but I believe that's what it was. Uh, and that was so good. I really liked it. And um, it has something which I think is probably Klingon in it, but I'm guessing. So, yeah. Interesting. Oh. Mm. Well, yeah, I've not really got into the conlang scene ever myself. Very cool thing some people do. Yeah. Well, someone will speak up, I, I hope, like the mm-hmm. submitter. You don't really participate in the brackets themselves, do you? Well, yeah, no. I I submitted once um, for a year that really, like, I had some attachment to you. Um, and it was, like, I, that was fun. But it was, it took so much time. Because yeah. once I submitted, I felt like I had to vote on everything very faithfully. Yeah. And, yeah. oh, it was very, very time-consuming. Yeah. Um, so I thought I would prefer in the future to be more of a side observer of this process. And yeah. So I, I quite often listen to the brackets, but I don't tend to vote. It's, um, it's a cool project. It's fun. Yeah. Yeah. I like that people are doing it. Yeah. I just, I find it so fascinating because I feel mm. like that's where 
those four channels are like the most active channels sometimes i feel like yeah and and the people are so dedicated and mm -hmm. i like i'm i'm taking a break right now like i haven't listened to like i submitted to this year but i i haven't listened to any of it because i'm wired that way where i i can't just like randomly yeah listen oh, no, to one or two this, right? songs like I'm with I, you. yeah, yeah. If I, I if I start listen listening to, to it, like I have to listen to every everything. Like for me, all it's of the, the voting. Like I can pick and choose the listening, but if I start voting, then I have to start yeah. doing it very systematically, listening to everything and voting on everything. Yeah. I also I don't think I would be able to submit and then not vote. That's very brave. <laughs> well, I mean, it's also like a year where, like, it's not like near and dear to me. Like mm -hmm. I, mm -hmm. I don't think I could do this for anything. Like. 1998 and and post 1998 because i'm just mm -hmm. like so like emotionally invested yeah i think they have a couple of the like early to mid 2000s years that are still left that yeah. i think are probably going to be quite tempting to me oh, <laughs> that I'm was like, like form formative time first right yes yes <laughs> yeah age, I'm, i'm dreading those <laughs> it's gonna be <laughs> i will be so sad i will be so sad i will need help But <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure I can be there for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's uh, yeah, it's really fun. It's a, it's a cool project, but uh, also like I feel it's a bit too fast-paced. Yeah, I mean, I totally get why it has to be. <laughs> There's a lot of years and a lot of music to get through. Yeah, but yeah, I, I can't keep up. But I then again, like time. why? You could also just like take your time and have a be a little longer yeah. i mean i understand that people have been like playing it um for, for over, over a year now probably i think it's a lot years, more than I don't that know. yeah I'm, i don't know when it started yeah. uh, it definitely predates me on the discord i'm pretty sure. oh yeah 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 definitely <laughs> that is for sure but the the dedication is uh quite remarkable indeed Which brings me to um, my next question. What are your three favorite Discord channels of the main Dominion mm. server? Well, I think the language is probably an obvious choice. I definitely hang out there quite a bit. Um, yeah, I, it, that's a really fun channel. It's, there's a lot of enjoyable chat that goes on there. I think sometimes I definitely have a tendency to get onto my personal hobby horses, <laughs> which I don't know if that's entirely like desirable behavior but nevertheless <laughs> that's that's where I go to do <laughs> I have opinions I will share them uh, yeah but no that there's really fun conversation in there and I'm, I'm always just like I find it so fun to just hear about different varieties and variations in the way in which people use certain phrases or expressions or whatever that's just oh it's endlessly fascinating yeah so yeah I love that would probably also pick food like that's just such a fun channel like everything is at least the vast majority of the time just very uncontroversial in there just people chatting about food and what they ate that they liked recently or made or whatever that's um things that they want to try yeah yeah that's a very nice chill channel um And to pick one that's actually Dominion related. <laughs> you don't have to. Um, oh, but I will. I think I would go with the Wiki Blurb Review channel, which we already talked a bunch about the Wiki project. But yeah, I, that's. Um, I guess it's not necessarily so much the channel itself as like all the underlying stuff behind that channel. Um, 
but that's where it all kind of finishes off the process. Yeah, I spend a lot of time in that one Mm. and I enjoy it. And who would you be interested in hearing an interview with on the pod? Mm. That's my last question. I did think about this one. I don't know if my answers are very original. They're probably people that others have named, but um, it would be very cool to hear from Steph, who runs the client. I think he would have oh, just so many interesting things to talk about. Um, and also Saviri, right? He has done so much work mm-hmm. on the front end stuff. And um, yeah, I feel like Saviri is just an absolute hero of making the UI work mm-hmm. better. So yeah, I would love to hear. From either or both of them. Um, and in a similar vein, like Kava Sapien, I feel like would be a really interesting person to talk to you, like about Dombot. Um, and mm. also about the cool adventures that he goes on with his dogs. That's, um, I would love to. Yeah. yeah. He has a lot of very cool looking pictures. I'd love to hear about that. And one final suggestion is that clearly, I think Seanahan needs to come on so that you know, there's there's a lot of people out here who need the opportunity <laughs> to retaliate <laughs> with sneaky questions. <laughs> so, you know, you've you've got to do it at some point. Yeah. I mean, that's gonna be like a whole interview of just sneaky questions. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll be like, sorry. Well I... maybe it won't, because maybe, you know, he'll be the one person who doesn't get any sneaky questions. Maybe. <laughs> so, maybe. I don't know. I would have to would have to think about some. Well, there's still a little time, but um, I am planning like a big, big trip to the US next February. Mm. And wow. Shauna's gonna be like one of my stops. So oh, yeah, I'll be able to do like, hopefully, if everyone Field plays interview. along, like Excellent. do three, three interviews and Shauna's wow. one of them. Yeah. And very very exciting news, but um, Steph has also agreed to be my guest. Oh, wow. Yeah, on the pad. So this is, yeah, this is going to happen, actually. And I'm like, I'm I'm very excited. I'm always excited and always nervous. But with Steph, it's just like, ah! (laughs) Yeah, I mean, anytime I've I've played him on ladder, which isn't very often, but like um, anytime I've met him, he's, he's so friendly on ladder. I'm sure he'll be like really fun to talk to yeah yeah and no i mean absolutely. i know but it just it feels like so <laughs> so important i don't know <laughs> and also like there's so much i want to know <laughs> definitely yeah yeah so um yeah you can um already start thinking about questions you would like to mm, uh, like me to ask yeah yeah cool well thank you for spending your evening with me and, um, oh yeah thank you this is really fun i hope i haven't taken up too much of your time or too much of your listeners time i don't know whether well anything i said is interesting <laughs> so this was very fun to me so yeah thank you for having me to me too of course i always forget to say goodbye so um <laughs> thank you again and goodbye thank you <laughs> goodbye have a good night take care yeah you too Thanks again to Seltrosa for taking the time. Attentive listeners and eager specs will have noticed that Seltrosa, in fact, played six games against Akuchi for Allies Mix and not seven. The Coven server we are talking about briefly is a server for non-male identifying Dominion players. Feel free to DM me if you're interested in joining. 
Thank you so much to C.R. Lundy, Monster Cheese, Shanahan, and Alibi1152 for sending in questions. Sal and I have also started a book club where we're going to read the Sally Lockhart series by Philip Pullman starting sometime in October. So if you're interested in joining us, DM either of us or write us in the literature channel on Discord. Thanks to all of you for tuning in and see you next time. The game has ended. Bye!